Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. A Muslim tribe in what is now Turkey, led by a man named Osman Ghazi, rose to power in the 13th century. They became known as the Ottoman Turks, who ruled for six centuries. In 1453, they sacked Constantinople, the city founded by Constantine in 330 AD. That sacking officially ended the Roman Empire. The city's name was changed to Istanbul. Its magnificent church, the Sophia Hagia, was turned into a mosque, and the Turks were able to block all land routes from the west to the east, which stifled trade. Conquering Constantinople also gave the Turks more jumping-off points to attack Europe and Rome, which they were gearing up to do in 1571. Since Christendom had been shattered with the Protestant Reformation earlier in the century, the Christians in France, Germany, and England were more focused on fighting each other than the Muslims. At this point, it would take a miracle to stop the Turks from overtaking Europe. In a desperate attempt to save Christendom, Pope Pius V called for a crusade. He banded together what became known as the Holy League. Soldiers and sailors from Catholic countries and the Papal States. The Holy League would be led by the illegitimate son of the late Holy Roman Emperor, the dashing and courageous 24-year-old Don John of Austria. All Christendom was asked to pray the rosary for victory. And every man aboard the 200 Christian ships of the Holy League carried a rosary so he could pray with those he was defending. As one scholar put it, the rosary is a simple prayer 
that can be said in almost any setting, and had already achieved a certain popularity among humble folk. With each decade of the Hail Marys, they had been taught to reflect upon a different event in the life of Jesus. The beads went through one's fingers as regularly as the blood through one's body, as regular as heartbeats and the breathing of the lungs. The Turkish fleet, 300 strong, was anchored in the Gulf of Lepanto, now known by its ancient name, the Gulf of Corinth, which cuts through the middle of Greece. At two o'clock in the morning on October 7th, 1571, a favorable wind sprang up and the Christian fleet entered the Gulf. At dawn, the Turkish fleet emerged, appearing in its usual crescent formation, the crescent moon being the symbol of Islam. Holy Mass was said on the Christian ships and priests gave general absolution to all on board as the largest naval battle in history was about to commence. The Christian ships then gathered in formation in the shape of a cross, the bulk of the ships in the central column. The Turkish Grand Admiral flew a large green banner, a copy of the one carried by the prophet Muhammad, with the name of Allah inscribed on it 28,900 times in gold letters. Don John flew a blue flag, with an image of the crucified Christ. He went from ship to ship, speaking to the men, holding up a crucifix, telling them, live or die, be conquerors. If you die, you go to heaven. Then he hung the crucifix on the forward mast of his flagship. Battle ensued, and the Turks were routed. 12,000 Christian galley slaves in the bottom of Turkish ships were freed. The green flag with the 28,900 names of Allah came down and the blue banner of Christ crucified was brought from the Christian flagship and raised on the flagship of the infidel. Never again would the Turks threaten Christendom from the sea. Upon hearing the news of the victory, Pope Pius wept for joy and repeated the words of Simeon upon seeing the baby Jesus now you can dismiss, dismiss your servant in peace. The Pope celebrated a Mass of Thanksgiving in St. Peter's and designated the Day of Victory, October 7th, as a universal feast day commemorating Our Lady of Victory. We know it now as Our Lady of the Rosary. Pope Leo XIII ruled the Church from 1878 to 1903. He gave us the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel that we recite after Mass. He wrote 11 encyclicals on the rosary. Here's a quote from one of them. And thus Christ's faithful warriors prepared to sacrifice their life and blood for the welfare of their faith in their country proceeded undauntedly to meet their foe near the Gulf of Corinth while those who were unable to join them formed a band of pious supplicants who called on Mary, and as one saluted her again and again in the words of the rosary, imploring her to grant victory to their companions engaged in battle. Our Sovereign Lady did grant her aid. 